with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, what's uh, trending right now in the world of uh, social media? This uh, new thing you can do with your pictures, Jack. Yeah, you can turn your pictures into like an AI, AI avatar. Yeah. It's crazy. You're starting to see all, and people look like either superheroes, yeah. space heroes, yeah. mythical creatures. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's most of them that I've seen. I saw Dan Davidson, the country singer, yes. yesterday. He looks so cool. Dallas Smith. Did Dallas Smith do it too? Dallas Smith did it as well. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just catching on now. Um, you'll probably see some of your friends today, maybe tomorrow, starting it. Mm-hmm. It does cost. That's the only thing. Is that it's through this app called Lenza. Yeah, and the app is free for a week right but then to get the avatars it's about four bucks okay well i saw you two did it so late last night i grabbed some pictures and did it as well i'm going to post it a little bit uh, later this morning but uh, yeah for the most part it makes people look cool like, yeah well the thing i did it for yeah. is it makes you hotter yeah yes. i'm like you know any chance to hotify myself right <laughs> See what I would there look- is there's some funny people on the internet talking about like oh these ar avatars you know it kind of looks like me and they're like super hot <laughs> I wonder, I was thinking about this when I was trying to fall asleep last night. Will there be a time in this world where we'll all wear goggles or some kind of glasses and then we'll be able to program how we want to look to everybody in the world? You know what I'm saying? So like so like, like perma filters. Yeah, exactly. So could be dangerous. So when Jack's looking at like like myself or Matt, you know, she might see like uh, you know, Chris Hemsworth instead. I feel like any of these AI avatars that you guys have selected, yeah. I would be happy looking at that. Yeah. But mine aren't that hot. I just look like a serial killer. <laughs> They're artistic. Like, like well, how, does, how does everybody else look so awesome and I look so bad? I've, I've, it, it's <laughs> a loaded question. <laughs> Genetics, I know. I think I'm going to just press this button. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Much better than yesterday, I would suggest, huh? Uh, I mean, yeah, just a touch. Jack's girls, as soon as they got outside today, said, it's warm outside, Mom. And you're like, it's minus 16, but yeah. That is know? sad when minus 16 feels warm to depending, a toddler. Depending on what you're what you're getting used to, right? But uh, for sure, it'll be good to, to get out after yesterday. Everybody kind of uh, stayed as close to uh, indoors as uh, as humanly possible. Matt, you had a fun fact for us. Uh, I noticed on the, the, sh- the, we kind of have a worksheet that we work through here every day and everybody puts down some some random thoughts but uh how many donair restaurants are there in edmonton i saw a story that there's 120 in the city and surrounding area i believe it yeah you go to every little strip mall there's a donair place yeah and no matter what community you live in your community has the best donair shop you can't shake a dead cat without hitting a donair place if you go downtown right yeah right and it seems like you know I love a good donair. And that is so weird because you don't like white sauces. Mm-hmm. I say easy sauce. I do enjoy a little bit of the sauce. The, like, the most disgusting part for me is, and I still have bar memories, yeah. is after you go get a donair, and at the bottom of the bag that they give you, there's just that puddle of like grease and white sauce. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Nobody's making out with you after you do that. Absolutely not. A, is like anyone making out sauce? with you, though? Yeah. I was already, I was literally crying <laughs> eating it because everybody rejected me. <laughs> you, you, Matt, pretty much makes out with his donair. <laughs> it's like, oh, donair meat. You'll the never do me wrong. donair, though, is next level. Am it's I the so only good. one that doesn't like the donairs? Well, you don't like donairs? I'm How come this donair is, you're person. only telling us now? I'm not a donair person. Have you had them before? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but question. my family's crazy for the Donair pizzas. Like, they've got one, I know, at Florida Pizza in Devon that uh, everybody raves about. And I'm just like, uh-uh. Like, what a waste of a pizza. Donair pizza? No, thank you. 
Okay, what is it about the donaire you don't like? I don't know. Is I it think, the softness of the, the meat? Sauce. I think it's the sauce. You know you can get different sauce. Really? Could like, I put mustard in my donaire? Sure. They'll do whatever you want. They'll just take your money. Yeah. Right? It's not like you can yeah. do uh, There's different. You get the garlic sauce instead of the sweet sauce. Okay. All right. I don't know. Who makes the best donaire? Uh, this is a quest this is a loaded question. What who does in your opinion? Queens probably. That's the one that like always Are they like a franchise? No, I I think they came from Halifax, which if we're the donaire Queens, yeah. they're the donor kings. Halifax okay. loves People rave the about the uh, more subs donaire. Like the more subs, it's just like a block from the radio station here on the south side. They do donaires? Yeah. Like really? Yeah, they do. See you later, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. time they open? Not 6.48 in the morning. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about donaires this morning. I said I'm not a fan. Yes, how are you, uh, Tara? Good. I'm with you. I don't care for donaires either and it's the mystery meat <laughs> you don't know where it's from yeah no i'm just not partial to it okay here's how they do it i'm going to tell you how they do it huh. so they have oh, the they have the big yeah. they have the big skewer and they uh, slice the beef thinly and then they stack it on top of each other right they and they and eventually, they and it spins around all day, soaking what in its own. What is that hunk of meat? It's it's beef. Yeah, that's, that's exactly my question, Jack. <laughs> There's, it's not just meat. There's like something else mixed in. Uh, you know what? It doesn't have that texture. I agree with you completely, Tara. It's the look of it. It's there's something about it that just doesn't look right to well, me. Well, the problem is it's fat on the bottom and it's skinny on the top. It's like that's a horse leg. No, no, it's not. It's there's something mixed in with it, and yeah. Um, yeah. my stomach just says no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My stomach says no to very few things, but donair is one of them. Don't yeah. say no to horse meat. We got plenty of horses in Alberta. <laughs> and and the raw onions, OMG. Oh, yeah. so good. <laughs> Thank you, Tara. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, everybody got the Christmas trees up. Matt, you got yours up? Yes, sir. All right, Jack, you got yours up this week? Finally, yes, Monday. All right, we're good to go at our place as well. Here's your question this morning, and I've heard of people that do this. Just wondering if it's weird or what. Is it weird or what to wait till Christmas Eve to put your Christmas tree up? You know, it's like a family tradition that uh, Christmas Eve, whether you get a tree or you go downstairs and get it from storage or whatever, and you put it up, and you enjoy it Christmas Eve for the very first time. I feel like you're just wasting so much holiday excitement time. Yeah. 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 Because you got to take it down shortly after New Year's. Right. Maybe a week do or you? two with Ukrainian. Yeah. yeah. You don't do anything. I guess you don't have to. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I feel like the weeks before, you're just, you're wasting them. You hear the whoa, 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 of the helicopter and the tree police coming? <laughs> the tree police. <laughs> <laughs> They're rappelling down into your chimney. Okay. Guns so- a-blazing. This isn't a problem. No. Let people have their traditions. Do what they want to do. Yeah. You want to put your tree up Christmas Day? Eat or eat around it? And yeah. throw turkey in its branches? <laughs> I don't care. You do what you want, man. It sounds kind of adorable that you go to get the tree, you put it up. That's like... 
You want to infuse your lives with more Christmas spirit? Yeah. That's the way to do it. So wait is what you're saying and then do it all. I'm saying you do what you want to do. But there's no way Jack would wait. No way. I had a hard time waiting till now. We were away last week, so we were like, well, there's no point. But it was hard. I could see it being exciting, though. Like, like, seriously, it's Christmas Eve. You don't have the tree at all. Jack's just like, she's like... There's just so much. I also (laughs) think about the work. There's so much to do already on Christmas Eve. Right. This is my problem with it. Yeah. Like, I do think, like, why are you putting more pain and suffering on yourself? Yeah. There's so much going on the day uh, before and the day Spread Christmas out that quote-unquote joy. Exactly. <laughs> but if, like, if it's tradition and it's like yeah. wonderful and you enjoy doing it and you get the station wagon and strap the tree to it, okay. Okay. I mean, to each their own, the first text in at 780-421-1039, but where do you put the presents if you want to wait till Christmas Eve to get a tree? Anywhere? A closet? Yeah. I guess. Under a, yeah. under a sheet? Who cares? Put them somewhere. We don't put the presents under the tree early. No. That's the real question. Yeah. You don't? No. That's the best the best part of looking at a tree is what looking at all the presents underneath. Maybe I just can't. You know, I, I can't resist it. Can't the be trusted. No, it's <laughs> yeah, exactly. Four year old Chris kicks back in. All right, is it weird or what to put your tree up? Is there somebody out there that, that's listening right now that, that waits till uh, Christmas Eve to put that tree up? You can call us or text us seven eight zero four two one one oh three nine. Kissing in the morning. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt Podcast. Yeah. That ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. Christmas time's coming. Christmas time's coming. And is it weird or what to uh, wait to put your Christmas tree up on Christmas Eve? This text says it is 100% weird. I know someone that puts it up the week of Christmas and takes it down the morning of Boxing Day. Okay. That tree doesn't see the light of day. Really, it's time to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> What's going some on? time. All we right. did get a picture that somebody sent us. This Christmas tree has... A lot of layers. It's a different Christmas tree with lots of little houses and elves. They uh-huh. said this has to go up early. Yeah, yeah, you got something special like that. You got to get it up early. All right, is it weird or what? We always, growing up, we always did that on Christmas Eve. Dad would go out and get it. We decorated Christmas Eve, and to this day, he still does it that way. That's so. I think that's cool. Like if it's a family tradition, right? You know what? It's a European tradition. Oh, is oh, it? Oh, really? Oh. Okay. In Germany, a lot of the tradition is you leave the Christmas tree until Christmas Eve. Okay. And, and, if, and if you don't, open, Krampus will come and get you and put you in his sack. That's <laughs> a scary movie. Open your Christmas Eve. Yes, yes. I do know that's a German tradition, opening Christmas Eve. What a fun-filled day. <laughs> tree and presents. Yeah. We don't get up at 5 o'clock in the morning because you let one kid take a present to their bed and they play with it until you get up. Yeah. You have a relaxing Christmas day. You take all your time to make dinner. It's brilliant. <laughs> this is how you do Belschnickel right. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Jack and Matt. Elena and Shauna are uh, standing by to play Quick Draw. That's coming up. Is it weird or what to put your Christmas tree up on Christmas Eve, Jack? This text at 780-421-1039 says, We would wait till Christmas Eve to turn on our outside lights and the tree was only up a week before Christmas. Presents stay hidden until Christmas Eve. Only gifts from outside friends and family were under the tree. My birthday is also the 5th, so we wait until after that before Christmas arrives. Also, the tree stays up until January 6th. Okay. We're talking about regimented. Yeah. <laughs> that is one strict schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. You know, teach their own, right? So right. There you go. I, th- I think I'm starting to 
wrap my brain around this. I think it would be very exciting to get that tree. I, we usually waited later in the year when I was growing up as a kid. Uh, later, closer to Christmas for sure. So we'd go out on a Sunday and try to get the tree, and it was always a fun. Did adventure. you go and like get a like a, a tree license and did it properly, <laughs> or are you just like find a tree? You're oh. trying to Chris, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and my dad. No, there was no license. Oh yeah, there was a license. Sure. <laughs> yeah, there was a license. Must have lost it. Uh huh. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's an exciting hump day edition of Quick Draw. We've got Alana and Shauna on the line. How are you ladies doing today? Good, thank you. All right, awesome. So you guys both know how the contest works. We're going to give you up to five questions. Blurt out your answers as quick as they come to your mind. That's what makes it Quick Draw. And uh, again, the, the first one to three is going to win tickets to the Order Superstills competition, which is happening on December 28th at Roger's Place. Are you guys ready to go? Sure. Let's go. Are judges ready to go? I think so. Go. Okay, here we go. A vacation destination that starts with the letter M. Mexico. Maui. Mexico was in. That was Alana. That was Alana. And Maui was in just after. All right, you're going to have to be quicker, Shauna. Here we go. Something you shouldn't touch that starts with the letter N. Nice things. Nice. <laughs> Alana, you are right. Don't touch nice things. <laughs> All right, Shauna. Okay, you got a blocker here. Are you ready to go? Yep. Something you do in the snow that starts with the letter T. Tango. <laughs> I mean, to each their own. Today you might, tomorrow, yesterday no. <laughs> Alana, that's a sweep. <laughs> that was you. Wow. Yeah. Just stoic. Okay, Alana. Yeah, no, no. She wasn't uh, going to be beaten today. And dominant. Yeah, for sure. I'm just imagining the tango in the snow. But that's fine. You know what? <laughs> we, we can't argue with you. You're going to be watching uh, the Oilers doing their skill stuff on the 28th at Rogers. Congrats. Awesome. Thank you. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Nothing official yet, but uh, the speculation and uh, where there's smoke, there's usually fire in this case. A heritage classic of 20 years after the original uh, I guess back in what, 20? 2022. No. Yeah. 2012. 2012. 20, no. 2003. <laughs> what is 20 years ago, 2003. guys? 2003. I think it'll be 2003 because it'll be 2023 when this uh, technically happens. Okay. Boy, that took too long to get there. <laughs> I didn't hear you chiming in. <laughs> Sometimes I'll eat all you like to watch the train wreck. <laughs> yes, it's quite often Matt's in the middle of it, but in this case, he just sat back and let us try to figure it out. Uh, but, you know, it. We were the first, right? Edmonton always is the first. Whether it's uh, uh, Paul Orio singing, letting the crowd sing the national oh, yeah. anthem, you know, the, the world usually in, in the hockey world is, it follows. I think there's been 30 games since that original one that happened here. Jeez, back in uh, 2003, as we've now established. Mm, yes, November 22nd. <laughs> Thank you. And it was a chilly one for sure. The, the the memories of that, though, I remember my son, who was again, what well, he's 25 now, so he would have been five years old. Holy to to cow! No problem. Five year old girl. Five years old. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was all good. Him and I were. We're up. You in, brought him to that game in about row sixty-five, I think. Uh, and uh, had a little sleeping bag for him. I remember he was kind of in, and and uh, he did very, very good. The, the challenge was that there were two hockey games, right? They had the uh, the alumni play, the Oilers and the, the Canadians, which was really cool because then you got to see Gretzky play against Lafleur, and all those kind of things happen. But uh, it was a long, long day. 
And a cold day. Yeah. Do you remember the streaker? There was like the, was it the, like the naked guy? Actually, that got in the I picture? do remember Somehow that in the down, news. Got down there doing his thing. You guys were. He was hanging brain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like full on what naked? Like he got, somehow he got in the picture with everybody, right? Like, no, no. I thought that was Sean Majumder. Oh. What? Wasn't there a naked guy? <clears throat> I don't know. I thought I'm sure was. somebody will clear it up. Yeah. But I, the, like, the old timers game, Sean Majumder snuck on the ice. Canadian comedian. Right. And got in the picture with all of them and then they got upset. Maybe that was it. I don't know why. There was definitely... You, you think you remember a naked guy? I think there was definitely a naked guy. Sure. I think there was. I, we were so far away you couldn't see. And it was cold. He was in the pool. So, you know, I mean, it was minus 20. Well, like a button. Yeah. So our question uh, this morning is, I mean, you, you talk about outdoor skating, right? Or outdoor hockey. Uh, Jack, you guys aren't doing your rink this year, but you did it last year. Yeah, we've done it for almost the last four or five years. This year it was just a little too busy with the baby coming, and I can't yeah. really go on the ice anyway. It's not right. safe, so no outdoor rig for us. What's the best ODR? Mm. Matt, you got ODR memories? Oh, yeah. The Jean Vanier outdoor rink, that's the one that was by my house in Glen Allen. I spent countless hours there yeah. just sniping pucks off the bar. Yeah. And it was this is when they didn't have, like, a glass or the chain link or whatever right. most of them have. Right. So I'd be trudging through the snow looking for pucks in the snow. Right. So thirsty after five, six hours of being there, I'd scrape the ice with my skate <laughs> and, and put it in my mouth. No. Yeah. You, like you, when you were that thirsty, man, <laughs> and playing games, like just. Have oh. you ever been that thirsty? Never. <laughs> and you want to talk about great ODRs? Yeah. I give a shout out to the Pleasant View Outdoor Rink. Uh huh. That's a nice one. It's big. Yeah. It's got really? the boards. It's beautiful. Yeah. Well-maintained, indoor heated shack to put your skates on. Yeah. It's Other great outdoor memories, I got to say, was when we went and played with Dirks. Oh, Dirks Bentley. Yeah, he uh, he actually, it was like it was like yesterday. Yeah. It was like minus 30. Yeah. We all went out and played before his show when he played at uh, the Commonwealth. Or not, or sorry, Northlands. Yeah. Wild times. And that would have been fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Greg Reynolds, our drive guy at the time, picked him up from the Fairmont downtown in his Acura. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing about the outdoor rink experience and playing hockey, shinny hockey, is that uh, you always got that one guy or girl that likes to raise the puck, right? And uh, that's the worst. You know, when nobody's got equipment on, and you ever got a puck in the shins? Oh, that hurts. Jack, you've never played. No, I'm taking your guys' word for it. <laughs> I'm inside of that heated shack. <laughs> or outdoor, uh, like cherry picker guy. No. Like, you're playing outdoor. Why do you, you play little defense? Here? Yeah. Just yeah. skate back. Exactly. But then you, yeah, keep the ice clean. You know, it's just the best experience ever. So anyway, what's your outdoor uh, hockey experience? Do you got one for us? We'd love to hear from you as always at 780-421-1039. Where's the best rink to play? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, talking about uh, outdoor rinks because of uh, the Heritage Classic potentially coming back to Edmonton 20 years later after it kicked off the outdoor, you know, really the outdoor phenomenon when it comes to oh, yeah. NHL games. I do have to do a shout out to the Climont Hall, which is uh, just kind of where we live by the corn maze. The Josh Malice Rink of Dreams is a beautiful rink, and Josh was a, an amazing young man. Of course, they've... Uh, the whole community stepped up and did this rink and it's got that the heated shack and it's just it's it's a great little rink although they probably don't want me to do a show though because they don't want to get too busy that's somebody right. actually uh text about it did they yeah. yeah there you go all right this text says i never played myself but i spent countless hours at the odr with my brother i'd be the one collecting pucks as he would haul me around the ice he used to spend eight plus hours a day there if he could 
But it all paid off when he got drafted to the NHL. Wow. Who's your brother? <laughs> is he hot and single? <laughs> Does he have a mullet? <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hi, Kissin' Country. Hi. Hi, who's this? Arlette. Arlette, you are caller number nine. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, you get to play Bad Santa. Are you excited? Isn't that exciting? It is. <laughs> All right, beautiful thing. All right, it's a beautiful thing. We also say good morning to Jenna. How are you, Jenna? I'm good. All right, now you uh, won with uh, our buddy Ethan Van Vols on the Drive Home Show. What did you win, Jenna? Uh, I won tickets to the Harlem Globetrotters. The Harlem Globetrotters. My goodness, after all these years, they're still kicking uh, the Washington, what is it, the Washington Generals butts, I think. it's. Yeah, I think they're due. This could be the game where the Generals finally pull it out. (laughs) (laughs) And, And you could be there to say, I saw the Harlem Globetrotters lose for the first time in, you know, 100 years. Uh, oh, yeah. It's probably not going to happen as, <laughs> as far as uh, them losing. But anyway, Arlette, now you have the opportunity to uh, to steal. Uh, again, it's just kind of like the, uh, the, the gift exchange where, you know, you can go and steal from, you know, whoever you want, the family, grandma or your uncle or your brother or sister. Or, in this case, Jenna. Or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you can go under the tree. What do you want to do? Well, I have seen the Harlem Globetrotters. You have? So I have, but I think I'm going to go under the tree. You're going to go under the tree, are you? Yeah. All right. All right. Well, congratulations, Jenna. You're going to maybe see that history-making moment of when the Globetrotters <laughs> lose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Don't put any money on the generals if I were you, okay? <laughs> and Arlette, it's time to open your gift. You ready? Yes, I am. Woohoo! You have won a pair of tickets to Blink 182. These are hot tickets. Oh, sick! Oh. <laughs> Arlette! I'm good. <laughs> uh, you're a huge Blink-182 fan, aren't you? Um, I know some people that probably are. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't go streaking. All the small things. <laughs> All the small things. I'm jealous, Arlette. Yeah, yeah when, when this I, is going to be so When good. I think of Arlette, I think of Blink-182. <laughs> <laughs> Put that lip piercing back in, Arlette. You're going to Blink. <laughs> Say hi to Travis for us. (laughs) Of course, that all depends on how things work out at noon. Right. Uh, Jenna, thank you very much. Enjoy uh, the basketball game. And, uh, well, good luck hanging on to your uh, Blink-182 tickets, Arlette. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, I guess depending on the way you look at it, Jack uh, just got uh, the Bank of Canada. Interest rates have risen, haven't they? Yes. The Bank of Canada has hiked the interest rate half a percentage point, which is more than people were predicting. It is now at 4.25%, which is just gut-wrenching. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. See, and again, there's people that are listening right now that I remember we got married uh, back in '92. Our interest rate was like 8.5 percent at that time, which right. was actually lower than it had been in the past. But the difference between then and now is the cost of housing and everything like that is so much higher. So when you've got a you know a four hundred or three hundred thousand dollar mortgage or even worse than that, and then you uh, add these percentages, I mean, it's just it's absolutely going to cripple things. On the other hand, inflation is out of control. So that's why they're trying to figure all this stuff out and trying to lower the price of things. And they're going to do that. But it's just, it's a, 
it's going to be a real tough time. And no wonder people like, uh, you know, the Food Bank and uh, the Christmas Bureau and the 630 Chad Sands Anonymous say uh, they're seeing an, an, an increase like a 50% or even more. Record increase in applications. Right. I just put in an online grocery order yesterday. Yeah. This is a perfect example. A bag of apples. Remember, yeah. a bag of apples would be like five bucks. It'd be like, perfect. This will do for lunches. This yeah. is going to be great. Yeah. It's like $9 now. For a bag of apples. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no clue. No clue. Then on the other hand of, uh, side of that, Matt was just telling us that uh, he's watching some sports stuff, and Aaron Judge, who is this unbelievable hitter uh, that uh, played for the New York Yankees. He won the MVP in the baseball he's in the American League. Absolute beast. He, he, like, he hit 62 dingers, which never happens. He became a free agent uh, uh, at the end of the year. He just signed a deal. <laughs> How much money is he going to make? He's going to make $390 million over nine years. <laughs> That's a lot of apples. <laughs> In the big apple. <laughs> that's $40 million a year. But you, okay, but that's, not, that's not a fair comparison. Right. Because, Why? Because <laughs> well, he, he earns more money for that franchise than he gets, right. surprisingly enough. You're only worth oh, what wow. you, yeah. Right? Because, like, first off, everybody and their dog owns a Yankee hat. Yeah. And you want him to keep owning Yankee hats? You got to sign Aaron Judge. Yeah. Yeah. And can you imagine the taxes he's paying? He does pay a lot in taxes. Yeah. All right, yeah. So he's really not getting that much. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he can, buy, he can afford apples, though. Oh, he's not man. looking at a bag of Macintoshes thinking, well, I don't know today. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's probably not going, oh, the interest rate went up. Now what am I going to do? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, probably the interest rate goes up. That means that he's going to make more money on his investments, right? So there you go. There's the two sides of it, the yin and the yang. So you're saying I've got to hit 62 <laughs> dingers in the big leagues and I'll be okay <laughs> Think you gotta make more for this station than your pony. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> We're doomed. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Would you rather? Candy Cane Lane opens on Saturday, Saturday the tenth. Right? Yeah, don't forget the Magic of Lights. Of course, is happening at Rad Torque Raceway right That's now right. too. There's uh, there's a lot of different places that you can check out. But uh, if you're going to Candy Cane Lane, make sure you help out the food bank because they're yes, in dire need, as we bins. talked about earlier, right? But our question this morning on Would You Rather is, would you rather live on Candy Cane Lane or what's the name of the place in Summerside? It's I like, want to call it like Halloween Alley. Let's call it Halloween but Alley. But yeah, Summerside Boulevard, very famous for the Halloween decorations. Right. So they, they all decorate. And then, of course, in Halloween night, they have uh, thousands, literally thousands of kids come. Okay. No brainer for me. I'm saying Candy Cane Lane because... You don't have to feed all those kids. No chance. Yeah. You're wrong once again. Okay. What? Nine times out of ten, Chris is wrong. <laughs> all right. All right. For sure you want the Halloween one. Think about work to effort ratio. Right. If you yeah, are a candy cane lane family, yeah. like first off, the, the amount of work that you have to do to get that all ready. It's beautiful, and I thank them so much for their efforts. Yeah. But I will take one $500 day in candy over all that work. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, all the ice cream buckets you've got to have, right? Sure. All the, lights. the classic ice cream buckets on <laughs> yes. Candy Cane Lane. And the other, I'm not now trying to flip-flop here, pull a mad to burst, but uh, the one thing about Candy Cane Lane that would be a, the ultimate pain in the butt is starting Saturday straight through till New Year's or even longer. 
parking by your place or trying oh, to... Oh, right. How do you get to your house without going in a lineup? And so, uh, your electricity bill? Yeah, you don't have to feed the kids. The I got a variable no. rate no. and my electricity bill. I'm on Candy Cane Lane. Okay. I keep the lights outside on, but the ones inside aren't on because uh, I'm poor. I'm flip-flopping. I'm going Halloween Alley all of a sudden. I'm, you know what? I'm still in Candy Cane Lane's corner just for the nostalgia. Yeah. It'd be, be pretty sitting- neat to say, like, I live on Candy Cane Lane. Yeah. You'd be sitting it. outside the bay window with a hot cup of cocoa and a fire roaring. Well, your poor husband's been outside on the ladder for hours. Yeah. That sounds accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even live on there. <laughs> All right. Would you rather live on Halloween Alley or Candy Cane Lane? Maybe there's somebody that lives in one of these places that can yeah, you know, good call. give us a first-hand take on it. Uh, you can call or text us as always at 780-421-1039. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's warming up as the uh, morning goes on. That's the good news. Currently minus 13 in Edmonton. Would you rather? And it's going to be about minus 7 for the uh, grand opening of Candy Cane Lane, the uh, grand opening every year, of course, on Saturday night. And our would you rather this morning is, would you rather live on Candy Cane Lane or that Summerside uh, Halloween kind of alley area? Denise texts in and says, I would be Halloween Alley 100%. All right. This text says, I believe Candy Cane Lane people actually get a discount in the winter on their electric bill for having their Christmas lights on. And the next text right after that says, Candy Cane Lane does not pay for electricity during the month they are open. I love Halloween, but Candy Cane Lane most definitely. I'll be running my dishwasher three times a day. Yeah. Yeah. All the lights in my house Someone who lives there, tell us if this is true. Okay. All right. The diamond. What about you? You'd say Candy Cane Lane is a... Is a Okay. Got Halloween it. Alley all the way. All right. Got it. Too many chances for things going wrong. Christmas decorations. The markup is significantly more than Halloween decorations. If somebody breaks your skeleton's arm, it's just it's better. Somebody yeah. breaks Frosty's arm or steals his <laughs> nose. Oops. You've ruined Christmas. <laughs> exactly. Do you want to be a Grinch or do you want to be a... Uh, okay. Somebody stole baby Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Would you rather this morning, again, live on Candy Cane Lane, which opens uh, on Sunday, I think about 5. Saturday. Saturday, sorry, about 5 o'clock or something like that. You got it. Yeah, okay. Or would you like to live on a Halloween alley, that Summerside area where, again, thousands come on Halloween and you've got, uh, you've got a lot of candy to buy for sure. What are you thinking? And we are hearing from people that do live or did live on Candy Cane Lane. This text says, we lived on Candy Cane Lane for the very first two years of our marriage. It was amazing. There's nothing like sitting down to dinner when your doorbell rings and you have a group of carolers singing to you. Walking the street every single night, it gives you the Christmas cheer that seems to disappear as you get older. When January 2nd comes, it's dark and dreary. When I move back there, yes, in a heartbeat. I love Halloween, but Candy Cane Lane trumps. And just a note... We never had a rebate on our electric bill, but it was almost 35 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been a lot different back then for sure. Right. Someone's grandma and grandpa, my Guido and Baba, one of the first houses to light up for Candy Cane Lane. Mm -hmm. They have the original snowman cutouts and candy canes that have been on the news many times throughout their time living there. Through all their years, they never got a rebate on their bill. Instead, they got tickets if the snow wasn't shoveled. Oh boy! As a kid growing up there, it was awesome until it became commercialized. The rules were put into place about when they had to have their lights on and how long, when they had to have their sidewalk shoveled by, really took the fun out of it. 
I just, well, yeah, I wonder. I guess they have back alleys. They must have back alleys there. It's on 148th Street. Between, I always thought about the rules. Yeah. To, to get to your house, right? Like, the, I mean, yes. that would be the thing. Like, you know, you a long day at work and you're like, yeah, you don't have to line up, I hope, to get to your house. Oh. They, they don't park on the street. So it must be all back alley stuff. But I always said, I said, you know, God willing, I live to like 90 and I'm in a, whole, a home. And one of the last memories I have or the last thing I can spit out is the address of Candy Cane Lane. If Chris is slipping away, Chris, do you have anything to say before you pass? 148th Street between 92nd and 100th Avenues. Beep! <laughs> <laughs> At least you let us know where it is. <laughs>